welcome back, listeners, to Saturday Morning Beefcast. This is going to be episode 5, Treasure of the Mux. Uh, we're still continuing our wonderful trek through Thundar the Barbarian. Hey, My name's our, Jay with Retro Pop. Hello, what's that? And our wonderful trek on of how to figure out how to do this in the first place. Exactly. We're, like, we're, we're now are, solely we're, audio. Yes. Yes, we're now we have. Only trying to figure out <laughs> what the heck it is we are doing. <laughs> it's almost like if somebody threw me in the water and I'm just trying to learn how to swim. That's what we're doing here. Yes, we we dipped our toe in in the video podcast area and we have transitioned to audio where you can find us on uh, Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, pretty much anywhere you can find uh, your podcast that you. Uh, listen to besides this one, but you should only listen to the Saturday morning beefcast. And, and, <laughs> and now Eric will shut up and let you do your thing because I probably had a little too much caffeine this morning. Well, I had to re-caffeine. Well, I don't, I don't know if chai has caffeine in it, but I dropped my chai, and the lady was nice enough to make me a new one. So oh, you've <laughs> been re-chied. Re um, but anyway, my name is Jay with Retro Pop Gaming. Uh, my co-hosts are. Uh, Eric Whalen and Lashita Whalen. Uh, we are with Super Secret Project <laughs> X and LLC with very little product at the moment, but we are more than willing to, you know, show up and talk about Thundar. So, exactly. So and, 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 yeah. Yeah. and everybody's going to appreciate that. I know you guys work really hard on your stuff and, uh, you know, spending time recording this awesome podcast. So, and let's pardon let's, my i'm trying I'm, I'm enthusiastic really i am but i am also full of pancakes um so oh i made morning. pancakes this morning yes he, he made pancakes and that that is uh one of my kryptonites um <laughs> and i'm trying not to go into carb crash right now <laughs> oh okay gotcha 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 okay i have a giant cinnamon roll waiting for me in the next room i'm oh, like i'm not oh, touching oh. that until afterwards <laughs> oh that's, that's, that's good times right there yeah getting all sticky fingered after the podcast yeah it's good yeah exactly yeah i don't, don't want to do that before the podcast i want to do that exactly. afterwards so i have to worry about or yeah just one part where mm, hold on a second guys. and you're mm, typing mm. and there's a slight <laughs> moist sound to it yes <laughs> yes oh my goodness we, we should talk about thundar um, okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> episode five, Treasure of the Mox, uh, Thundar the Barbarian. Um, this was a really, uh, this uh, broke one mold I was really excited to see. We have our first, um, I think it's our first, our first female villain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and not only first female villain, but we also had a chance to actually see uh, more than one mock. Yes, that I mean later we get to see. Well, I mean the first thing we see is is old man shaman uh, Ukla. Um, not, it's not really Ukla, but you know it's it's a mock, and yep. he's just wandering around. Um, I actually forgot exactly what he was doing. Was he being chased? Yes, I think it's either he was being chased. Um, no, it, it, yeah. I'm looking at it now. He's he's looking over the shoulder. He was definitely being chased by a bunch okay. of what well, looks like. <laughs> Looks like a bunch of guys who read what pirates were, and so now they're trying to like recreate what they think pirates were back in the day. 
it's like it's like cos it's like an it's like a bunch of aliens saw like red what co- what cosplay and then what pirates were. <laughs> well, I so so he was getting chased and he got surrounded by these guys and there's like two little groups. And the first group I see, I think there's like three or four of them and they just it, it looked like they were 90s fighting beat em up game street gang guys. and then you've got captain right (laughs) and then you've got and then you've got team rocket on the other side (laughs) just got the little skulls on their on their chest all of the guys in the scuba gear with the skulls which by the way i really like that design yeah what's really funny is they drew them all exactly the same so they all yes. have the same hair the same face it was just a cut yep. and paste character <laughs> like the, world, yeah. it's like the worst high school mascot captain harlock scuba scuba divers <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm getting like this weird kind of okay captain harlock and plus they have like i guess they have like studded like yeah, wristbands they, and belts and on and leg yeah. band. For it, whatever weird, weird reason. That's where I was getting that 90s street gang yeah. vibe. It's pretty awesome. But what's great is is they have their they have their uh, uh their flippers on, so they're running around the apocalyptic jungle chasing this like 300 pound mock wearing flippers. And I was kind of hoping they would do that funny flipper walk, but they didn't. <laughs> they're just always prepared. <laughs> just in case, you know, they gotta be prepared for that which dive. Is, which is funny because later on we'll see one of them get shoved in the water and he looks scared. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, maybe it's all for show. <laughs> he can't swim. <laughs> so he gets surrounded and, and uh our our wonderful saviors come in and I just love that Thundar swings in like Brendan Fraser from Georgia the Jungle. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> The song of my people. <laughs> <laughs> just everything about this is, this is what I love is we watched this last night mm-hmm. and this was the first episode that I recall where it beginning, middle, end, it just flew. Like there was almost it, no pauses in this episode. Yeah, it did. It had a really great pace to it, which I, which I really loved. Cause like, um, you know, that's why I got so many notes. Cause it was just like, it hit so many good beats just, constantly all the way through which was really nice is like as soon as it starts like you know you got somebody being chased and then you see these crazy villains and you're introduced <laughs> to the bad the um the main villain already and got action it's just it's really good and of course we <laughs> somebody definitely was on cocaine when they made this. <laughs> it's so good and then I, I love i love so you've got um captain cordon she's there and she's looking pretty badass and I'm like, this is awesome. Really good character design. And we get a, we get a, a, a pretty badass uh, female villain. And Ariel rides in on her horse. And I just love that she comes she comes in from the left riding her horse and rides right past Captain Cordon. Like, yeah, I'm not even like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even concerned about you at this moment. And as she rides by, the captain's just like swinging her sword, like, hey. Come and fight me. <laughs> this is what I love is Ariel is this clear female empowerment character and one that I really like. 
And yeah. she charges in going like, the men are in battle! And she's got her, <laughs> her like, the sun glowing over her head with her magic. Yes. And she, and you're right, she goes right, and she's like, oh, it's just some chick. And she writes <laughs> one, and I'm going like, well, how does any girl in this universe get any serious credit if the main female empowerment character ignores the main female villain? <laughs> she's like, oh, she's probably just making the men a sandwich. <laughs> Move, Get out my way! Get out my way! There just should have been a really good fight with those two. I would have really loved, like a, like a, like a, you know, like an arm to arm struggle, like grabbing their arms, just like, <laughs> you know, like a, a make it make puberty happen fight. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> I'm just saying, if there was, you know, a muddy pit. You know, and some sassy music going while that, you know, I'm not going to argue. Hey, Captain, I found this stuff called Jello. Oops. <laughs> Lords of Jello. Lords, Lords of Jello. <laughs> this would be the title of the episode. <laughs> Lords of Jello. What is this mighty? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So. Um, so they, they do a little bit of fighting and, um, Captain Cordon decides, well, I, okay, we need to go, um, find th- this treasure. So she blows this little whistle and this beautiful ship just comes from <laughs> the water in the background. And it's just this wonderful mix of aircraft carrier, Dragon Ball Z fused with a pirate ship. It's just like... <laughs> They missed the fingers, not quite exactly, so it's not quite perfect, but it's it's it's, it's awesome. I just love it. Well, it, there, there's also a bunch of nice details on this ship that I really like. It's like, very detailed. Like, like there's huts on it with like straw roofs and cannons sticking out. Yeah. And what's floating it is not the bottom of the aircraft carrier, but no. gigantic logs from trees that must have been thousands of feet tall <laughs> just a raft yeah, it's like it's like it's like a it's like a battle raft and an aircraft carrier and everything and and i'll come out and people go like well you know the artwork's not that great i'm like push that aside we all know that yeah. they were dealing with budget and time issues on the show right look at it for what it is in the show and this is the part that i was hoping you would love because this ship is one of my favorite ridiculous crazy things in the show. Yes. This is this is just I mean they put sails on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> there's sails on this thing. And there's you know, all the, like wooden fortresses built on it and those nuclear engines don't last, you know, 2000 <laughs> years apparently. So. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I got to move it somehow. <laughs> like they took down the giant redwoods out of California to make this thing by the looks of it. And then on the front of it like three of the trees are sticking out further and they sharpened points at the end. Yeah, they made like it. they're going to battle ram New York with this gigantic <laughs> thing. You know, maybe they maybe they saw the Statue of Liberty walking around. It's like, dang, we got to protect ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, did you see the Statue of Liberty last week? Yeah, we got to build ourselves a, I don't know, some kind of aircraft carrier size uh, river pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I love that they've got this huge this huge battleship that that you could 
pretty much probably cobble any kind of weapon together that you want. But how they fight back from this beautiful ship is to fling bees (laughs) at everybody. Beehives. (laughs) I loved it. I was just like, bees. (laughs) You know what's even better about this? You know what's better better about this? Okay, because you don't see these guys in the rest of the episode. If you watch that segment, all the dudes operating that catapult with the hive on it mm-hmm. are wearing like full body rag suits to protect themselves from the bees. Oh, I did like, miss that. Yeah, they're like like rudimentary beekeeper outfits almost. It's like a combination of like the old school scarecrow from Batman yeah. with like oh. beekeeper outfits. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So somebody went. All right, as long as we're going to be launching beehives, maybe these guys should be protected. Right. So it's not like a, it's, this is this is what I love about this show. It's not that it's perfect. It's not that yeah. it's a huge deal. But that right. was part of, of thought. <laughs> it's the fact that they did it. Yeah. It, they and, have these crazy ideas, whatever they threw at the wall, and they, 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 they run with it. They're like, do we have the budget for that? Well, just do the best you can. Is how I feel, and then it just—it's just wonderful. <laughs> and and I have it paused on the catapult right now, and some of the details on the catapult don't necessarily fully make sense. But right, they, they still tried to build something that's actually a potentially real catapult. Nothing about it looks wrong, and they spent the time to you know detail it up and make it it's like two stories tall this is like (laughs) i mean i mean this be for okay you guys can't see this because we're in audio now (laughs) but this beehive if it's just sitting on the ground is like a story tall it is like a really freakishly large beehive it is ginormous (laughs) and they show this the scene just real quick and then they're like beehive go and this (laughs) and then (laughs) It gets launched in the air and it lands and it cracks open and like football size bees come out of this thing. And they actually call them. What did you, did you get the name of them? Because I actually I missed the name of what the creatures are, but they actually like are no, Ariel, I must have missed well, that. Ariel, yeah, they, Ariel, they actually they said, said the name. Yeah, I can't no. remember, but they did say it. She's like, oh the phenomena bees, whatever they're. Oh. She's like, one sting from those is instant death, and I'm like. Not brilliant. Don't care. Love it. <laughs> kill bees. Giant instant kill bees. That's honestly, that's terrifying. That sounds good. Instant kill bees. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> instant kill bees. <laughs> we better. So we only got two more hives of instant kill bees. Just, just throw one at them. You don't want to waste the others. You know. <laughs> Margaret near, near you. Insta kill bees. <laughs> 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 oh my god! A new product from Stingo. Stingo, I like it. I like it, Stingo. <laughs> um, so they they're fighting off these bees and they're actually having a hard time. And Thunder actually takes his sun sword and lights some grass on fire, some some brush on fire to create smoke, and that s- smokes the bees away out of everything that they could have done i mean i'm sure ariel could have you know bubbled them you know like she did to the monks or something like (laughs) that but no no, she did actually something clever let's let's go over one detail for her because Hmm. 
A, you are right. She should have just been able to be like, bee's dead, ting, because she's done that. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so the bees go after one of the horses, and so, so she puts a murder field on the horse. And the horse is still, like, you know, Anti-hero. bucking and stuff, but when the bees go after it and they hit it, the bees die. So she she kind of had this moment where she creates the murder field around the horse, which then there makes me ask the question, why hasn't she done this trick before? <laughs> because how many villains can you take out by putting a murder field on something but i digress well maybe she doesn't want to kill people just you know giant murder bees it might be that specific but then we, we also have to bring up the other fact of this fight that thundar did something smart this is one of the smart thundar moments yeah, yeah. Or he didn't. He didn't just sit there. I mean, he did. He swung his sword a couple of times and he failed. Right. And then he goes, "Thunder brain activation." You know, <laughs> brain go brain. Words of brain. <laughs> and then he's like, "Uh, maybe we should try something else." And he. You know, he brained for a minute. So good for Thundar. He, he brained good. He it's like when he stopped the train by cutting the uh, hydraulic line. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he has so, his moments. He has his moments. So as much as he is a dumb plug most of the time, <laughs> a heroic dumb plug, a well-intentioned heroic dumb plug, but he's kind of dumb most. We have to yeah. point out when he does something right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I give some of his props. That one like brain fold just kicks in every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that one cell that's knocking around. He's like, it stops for a minute. Hmm, this might be a good idea. <laughs> uh, so the smoke, and so the smoke hits, and the pirates are. And I will do it. And I'm, I'm turning this into a horrible, repetitious joke, but they do it on the show. Pirates out, and the pirates <laughs> just sail off while, the, while yep. they're being sieged by by bees. And I, I, I just had to laugh at that. Just one weird moment of of the captain lady walking across the tightrope tight out of nowhere, and she's just swinging her sword, walking, as she's laughing at them, getting attacked by the bees. I don't know why that stood out to me, because it was just so weird. I'm just like, ha, 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 ha you're going to die. I'm going to walk across the tightrope. <laughs> <laughs> she's just enjoying herself. She's yeah. like, eh. She's like, I won. I'm, I'm going to take a, a, a victory walk on my little tightrope here. <laughs> what I can do in this kind of... <laughs> It's like, what the heck? All right, so because I'm, I, I keep bringing this up, and I hate to, I hate to do this, but it's this this pattern is Ariel shows up in the beginning of the battle by that's mm. right jumping over something on her horse because that's <laughs> what we do on this show. I type then, that down too. <laughs> then, then uh, they kill the murder bees with the Thundar smokescreen maneuver, mm. and this is now the first time that the horses. Enter the scene by running in by themselves, jumping over a log. So they're like, horses. And they do the little ocarina thing. And the horses come rolling in and they jump over the log. So log jump sequence again. Activated, yes. (laughs) That was pretty good. And and, uh, they, they hop on the horses. And they're going, and we've got uh, Thundar and Ariel. We got Ukla, and I know he's got a name, but it's that that shaman, um, yeah. shaman mock. And uh, th- th- and Ukla is talking to his his little buddy there, and they're just rawr, rawr, rawr. And, uh, and Thundar just goes so, <laughs> and Ariel's like, um, 
and like what's going on it's like oh they're after they're after the treasure of the mock and it's like oh okay i just love that so <laughs> doesn't explain anything at all just like well, what i love uh, is right before this moment and i hate to be that guy god i burning i gotta bring it up again they jump on their horses <laughs> Over an airplane engine. This is now like yes. the fourth jump over something scene in this show. I think we need to start keeping a what do they jump over tally. Yes, <laughs> yes. We should have started that. The show has like a quota or something like that. They have to jump. They have to jump over something. Somebody has to say Thundar no. And, <laughs> no. and he has to yell his, his, his the yell of his people. Yes. <laughs> okay, now I'm trying to remember. Because there, I don't remember if it's right here or if it's just almost. We're almost there. Mm-hmm. There's this great scene as, and it's so weird that Ariel did this. She kind of goes over to Thundar, but not as pretty as me, right, Thundar? And 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 I legitimately in the show went, or when I'm watching the show, I went, "That's not how she normally is." It's kind of this weird moment, but it was totally worth it because it's one of my yeah. favorite Thundar moments. She's like, pretty like me, right, Thunder? <laughs> and, and then he doesn't look at her, rides for another six seconds without looking at her, and then just rides off saying <laughs> nothing. And then she just kind of pauses, looks at Ukla, and Ukla goes, Aah! and she's like, Thanks, Ukla. There's <laughs> <laughs> a weird moment where she's fishing for some affection, and Thundar's like, you don't get none. Yeah. Thunder, how, you know? That part was so weird. <laughs> the, it's a strange scene. Because Thundar is talking and he tells the shaman orc, he's like, hey, uh, go back to your village and get prepared because these guys are, are coming for your, your village, your people. Mm-hmm. So they're on the horse and he just raises his arms as they're riding, grabs a tree branch, mm-hmm. and he's like, <laughs> old Ukla out. And then <laughs> it's off that way. And then this is where Thundar... Oh, that's. I just want. I watched it this morning. Thundar says, "That Captain Cordon is evil and beautiful." Right. Oh, and then Ariel's like, "Yes, but I'm just beautiful, right, Thundar?" And it's just like (laughs) crickets. And then, like you said, he just rides off. (laughs) So weird, but so good. That's that's what I mean. Is that's what? Okay, fine. It's not quite in character for Ariel. But mm-hmm. it's ridiculously in character for Thundar. Like, they couldn't <laughs> like to get her part right. But he was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then just leaves. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that so much. And that, that part to me, it's like, okay, that was either one of the stupidest things Thundar did or one of the smartest things Thundar did. <laughs> Not responding to that. <laughs> he read a book this, that said, ignore women and they'll want you more. <laughs> That's you know, I bet I know what happened. They were doing the script. There was a new guy on the writing team, mm-hmm. and he's going like, "She should fish for some affection here." Pretty like me, right, Thunder? And then his next line was Thunder turning, going like, "By God, woman, you're gorgeous. I love you, and everything's great with the world." And then when the old writers went, "You know that's stupid," but I tell you what, what if we just remove his line and have him ride off and snubber. 
<laughs> and then all the other guys go, yeah, that's Thundar. Yeah, that's Thundar. Let's do that instead. And the new guy's going like, but romance. <laughs> no romance for you. There's no romance on this show. So I, I have I have to think at this point, because we've never really addressed it. Uh, Thundar and Ariel's like relationship. Like I, I, I feel like it either goes one way on like a teeter-totter. Either they are bumping uglies when they feel like it and just not and, and like that's just it like they're just fulfilling yep. carnal urges and then everything else is just like you know we're co-workers you know right. <laughs> or thunder is just completely not interested at all because he's never really shown any interest in any females in the show regardless of who they are mm-hmm. well see i, I don't think I don't think he's heterosexual. I don't think he's homosexual. I think he's violence sexual. <laughs> I like that. I don't think I like he's it. actually into sex at all. I think he's just into whooping the crap out of things. He's thundar sexual. No, thank you. That's even better. He's thundar sexual. <laughs> I love it. Thundar sexual. Because oh. you can read it in a bunch of different ways. And, yeah. and I appreciate the fact that you actually went there. Because the more I'm watching this, the more I'm going like, what is he? Because A, mm. Ariel's just smokingly hot for like an 80s cartoon character. Yeah. And so it's like, there doesn't seem to be anything there. We don't want to talk about the mock option. We're going to no. not talk about that. I, I, yeah, we'll shelve that for now. <laughs> we'll, we'll shelve that for now. Um, and, and there's, there's as far as I can recall in the whole series, there's no evidence of him showing any interest in anybody. But mm. what he is really excited about mauling the crap out of <laughs> wizards and sorcerers and monsters and stuff. Yes, and so lobsters, I'm, as we find out later, too. <laughs> so I'm thinking we're going to stick with Thundar Sexual. That makes sense. I love it. Yeah, I a, love it. I don't want that on a shirt. That, that's what I was just thinking, too. And then people are going to be like, okay, I know what Thundar is, but what? And be like, watch the show. You'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> or you just punch him. <laughs> Well, you know, oh, let me demonstrate. <laughs> you know, if Thundar therefore had a battle manual, it would just be called the Thundar Sutra. I'm just looking out the window, seeing what's going on. Outside, you know, that's too much. Pondering your life choices. <laughs> Snow's almost gone out there. I don't know about you guys. Uh... It's a nice sunny day. <laughs> it's been a long week. I needed to say something stupid. <laughs> Congratulations. I love it. Oh, I love it, stupid. Though. I love it though. Challenge accomplished. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So we get that great we get that great back and forth with Thundar and Ariel. And then we find out that the bad guys um are gonna make a pit stop before going to the mock village they're like we need what they call them fire lances yeah i think they call them fire lances they're looking for missiles so mm-hmm. they stop off at an abandoned u.s naval base somewhere and it's it's pretty cool seeing like all these ships that are like all yeah. disheveled and destroyed and stuff like that so they're uh, some of the they're, nicer backgrounds in the show so far actually but, What's that? Some of the nicer backgrounds in the show so far. Actually. Yes, yes, very much. I feel like their budget was a little nicer for this one. It was kind of kind of nice to see. Um, so they're there, and they're 
they're loading up all these nukes. <laughs> I love that Captain Captain Cordon says, um, "Yes, we must prepare for the slaughter." And Thundar is like, "I don't know. He's got to be a good quarter mile away at this point when they're minimal. riding up to there." And he's like, "There will be no slaughter today, or something like that." There's no way he heard her. <laughs> no way. His thunder sense was tingling. No you know, weirdly enough, I was just thinking that. <laughs> My thunder sense is tingling. Somebody just said slaughter. <laughs> slaughter? Slaughter? Oh, oh. <laughs> so, you can feel the slaughter in the air. <laughs> oh my gosh. So they're, I think they're, uh, so they're loading those nukes and, or, I don't know if they're. I don't think they're nuclear powered because they're torpedoes. Just, they're, torpedoes. they're just. They're just torpedoes. They're really onto, big torpedoes. Giant torpedoes onto the uh, <laughs> um, the pirate ship, and you know they're they're fighting. And <laughs> Thunder's like, he goes to cut this rope that's holding one of the bombs, <laughs> and Ariel's like, Thunder, no, <laughs> there it is, Thunder, why? <laughs> you, Thunder, why? <laughs> Of course, it drops and explodes and knocks them all out. I'm like, oh my gosh! So he, he had this great, he had this great smart moment with the bees, and then he just, he just, he just canceled it out. Brain went smooth again. Well, okay, but let's be fair now. Thundar doesn't know what that thing is. That's very true. So he's dealing with giant insects, and it's pretty smart going like, well, you know, smoke might do something. But with that, that's just another weird object from the past that he doesn't know what it is. Yeah. So I'll give him a little bit of credit here that I wouldn't so much say that it's because he's dumb. He's ignorant. <laughs> the other thing I would say is that because it's something that the bad guys want, it's probably most likely in the area generally That's of fair. being dangerous. So I would kind of want to be a little more careful around it. But again, and of, and of course, I'm not Thundar sexual, so I can <laughs> <laughs> And of course, with, with Ariel like screaming, Thundar, no, and he just ignores her and... What? Yeah. <laughs> and what I love is, is is during that whole scene, which by the way is one of the better looking explosions animated in the series. Yeah. Yes. But when the torpedo is flying through the air, there's just this great shot of Ariel in horror watching it go through the air, like, oh crap. And then it hits <laughs> yeah. this other ship and just goes in a beautiful explosion. Boom! And the whole area lights up. And it's really actually quite nice because unlike a lot of moments in the show. They don't take this kind of time to show, like, the air moving and the world shaking and, like, everything lighting up bright, fiery orange and then showing the end result. And again, not great, but a pretty darn good shot of, like, this old naval ship with the front of it just blown open. Yeah, they didn't have to show that, but yeah. My good storyboarding, guys. That looks really nice. Then we come back and Thundar's laid out and, and Captain Hot Pants is laughing. And and they and they throw our heroes ragdoll. I mean yes. I mean as in they're completely limp. They're like stretch armstrong. They just dump them <laughs> wiggling through the air into the hold of a ship. Oh my gosh, that was that was so good. I'm like, are they all knocked out? Because I think they started with Ookla, and I'm like, wait a minute. And then, yep, they they all throw them all. They throw them all into the hold. Now it's just like, and then we get the we get the best. I forgot to type this down, but I remembered. 
the only time I've ever heard a bad guy ever say this, he's like, why aren't we just killing them? Yes. <laughs> and she's like, I have something better in store for them. I'm like, what could be better than just eliminating your enemy? Yeah. <laughs> and then she, she blows her little whistle again, which the first time she blew it called her ship. The second time she blows it calls giant mutated monster lobster. <laughs> I want to I want to see a, an overcut of this of her doing that and this the the song from the Green Ranger. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just there, there's an interesting detail we're skipping over here. She grabs Thundar's sun sword. Yes. She grabs a sun sword, and this kind of answers a question everyone would be having in the series, being like, mm. "Why doesn't someone just steal the sun sword?" So she has it, and she tries to activate it. Yeah, nothing happens. So it's right. completely useless, basically. To I guess there's a password or something. She doesn't know what it is. Whatever right. it is, maybe she needs Thundar uh, meat hands to activate it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but there's this great moment where they go, "No, the villain can't take his super weapon." And use right. it against him. I just thought that was a nice little detail. It, it's super nice because... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was saying her fingerprint doesn't work on the home button. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't recognize her DNA. It's a but smart it's, sword. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's super nice that they 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 show you this. She picks it up. She's like, can't get to work. And then, unfortunately, she just tosses it in with them instead of throwing it in the water or something like that. <laughs> but it's really nice that they, they showed that, but they didn't explain it. Yeah, you know yeah. They, they're leaving that for later. A little bit of lore that they're like throwing in there, and I got like, I got like vibes um, of like Adventure Time in a way because a lot of time you watch Adventure Time, something happens, mm-hmm. and they don't explain it, and right. it's something that is more prevalent like down in the series where um, this is what happened here. You know, she picks up the sword, can't run, and then everybody, you know, if you're watching this for the first time in sequence, mm-hmm. you're like, why couldn't? Why couldn't she use it? Like, you know, so it, it, it's, it's nice that they're starting to get into that. You know, we're seeing more mocks and yeah. we're getting a little more information on um, the world and right. um, our, our lo- beloved characters. <laughs> okay, so we're down in the hold. Yeah. Thundar and gang wake up. Yeah. I don't know if it's a lobster or it's a crawfish. I don't care what the thing is. Yes. The, the, it's a crobster. Crobster. The, the, the crobster. The, the giant crobster comes after them. And it's like squeezing its way through the hole. And, and, for, and for those at home who have not seen this, we are talking, we're talking big. We're not talking Godzilla big, but we're talking like easily 12 feet long. He's beefy. He's got to be, I would At say, least. twelve to 15. twelve to fifteen. Um, yeah, because Ukla was like smashing on his tail with a big piece of metal, and like the tail was longer than him. Yeah, and it was just, it's just at least six six five. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Okay, so they go through one of those armored like naval doors with the big wheel that seals it shut, and they're like. We're safe. Let's go get sandwiches. And then claws just go right through the metal wall. So we're going like like, tin foil. Yeah, like tin foil. So I'm going like, yeah, not a surprise. We all know the monsters in Thundar are beefy. But still, it's just kind of, oh, we're safe. Crunch. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
what? Yeah, they went through that door, and I was like, oh, okay, that's that's fine. You know, it'll just be on the other side, just kind of like, I can't get to you guys. But it just went, just like a can opener with clay. It was like, tink, 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 tink. <laughs> it came right. No, I take it back. That's way more than 12 foot. That's like over 20. That is huge. It's it's, it's, it's monstrous. Like almost yeah. under our size. It's beautiful. What was the point I made last night about why Ariel didn't do something? I can't remember what it was. She... If she if she puts a band around the eyes, but I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, why didn't she just like take it out or something like that? Because it was I can't remember what it was that I said, but it was like she could <laughs> easily just took it out because she's taken out so many creatures before. So all right, well now, now let's, let's be fair. Her fair here when we see her take things out, it's usually because she like sets it on fire or something. <laughs> this is like an True. awkward chitinous being. I mean, it's it's you know maybe she has like like in video game terms, she doesn't have as much armor piercing as is required to get through the shell of the crobster. Right. <laughs> right. My, my, thought, my thought was maybe she's like it's almost Green Lantern like where she when she does her magic she has to think about what she has to do. And she, unfortunately, she's just kind of like not very creative with a lot of the stuff. And so it's like they're fighting uh, the giant crobster. Oh, crap. Um, um, put a binder around his eye. <laughs> <laughs> she comes from she comes from new magic. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like to see a redone scene that like defines it a little better. So you just see her do like. Like the little girly run, and she's going like, you, 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 like she's so grossed out that she can't concentrate on her magic. Yeah. <laughs> or she forms a little, a little tiny fly swatter just swatting at it. <laughs> no, no, just bad. A big slab of butter lands on it, and starts melting, but doesn't yeah, just gonna save butter. <laughs> oh my god! And Thunder's I, like, what? <laughs> I will say that the uh, the the metal, the big metal plate that she put over its eyes um, gave me flashbacks of uh, Beetlejuice when oh, yeah. Beetlejuice um, put the metal plate over the mouth of um, uh, I think her name is Barbara, the mom. Yes, the the ghost mom. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. Anyway, clearly <laughs> another movie that ripped off Thundar. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> you said, said Beetlejuice. I was having like Digimon flashbacks with the weird creatures that had the bands over their eyes, like the giant mammoth thing above me. But that was me. So, uh, oh, you, yeah. you're diving into a pool I've never, never been in. So I can't. <laughs> I never get. I just know the song Digimon Digital Monsters. Digimon, all the champions. That's all. That's the only Digimon anything I know. That's it. <laughs> not Pokemon, please don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> all rights reserved. <laughs> all right, now we're gonna we're gonna get one of these moments that that rarely happens, but does happen. And I think it's happened once before. But I love this. Is Ariel <laughs> runs into face. the torpedo? They all run into the torpedo room, but Ariel's yeah. like. It's the torpedo tubes, Thundar. And Thundar goes, Torpedo? <laughs> you know? I, I gotta capture this look. That's a great meme. Torpedo. It's, 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 it's what I mean. Is, is they, He's not necessarily stupid. It's just he doesn't know stuff. So when Ariel's using kind of big, more right. than two-syllable words, it sometimes confuses him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this poor Torpedo. guy. Torpedo? <laughs> 
Torpedo. Great look. I'm gonna use that for a meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in the they're they get in the torpedo room and um the crops are still coming after them and they're just like, ah, what do we do? Um and I don't know how it would still be functional, but Ariel puts uh Ukla in one of the tubes, hits the button and says, um Get in. <laughs> uh, she says, fire one, yeah. and hits the button, and he shoots out, and he gets out of the water. Can we slow Perfect. down for a second? There's yeah. this moment that we need to discuss here. Okay. Ariel's like, she opens up the torpedo tube, and Ukla's like, getting in. And yeah. she's like, all right, Ukla. And she's talking into the tube. We're going to launch you into the water. And Ukla's like, climbing in, going like, what's this tube? And then he goes, did you say water? And she's like, <laughs> clang, and then she seals him in. And so like, there's this moment where he's like, she said water, right? She's aware I hate water, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to launch him underwater. And he's going like, oh, crap. Help. Let me out. Help. I forgot. I missed that part. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> the, the sorceress is insane! Help me! <laughs> I'm talking to you! She's gonna soak me! <laughs> I don't wanna be wet! Like, moths don't like water! It's one of the things on the show, and they, they, they keep mentioning it over and over again. They're like, mocks hate water! And she's like, oh, we'll just get them a little wet! <laughs> It's for the greater good. Yeah, because I think she mentions like, okay, once you're in the water, like swim up to the top and you'll be fine. It's, he's just like, <laughs> and, and I gotta say, for comedic effect, you're right. We're at the point now you're talking. She slams the button, and you just see this great, it's almost even silly, but the shot of Ukla just squirting out of the submarine <laughs> and sailing through the water like a torpedo with like the bubbles and everything. And I'm just sitting there going like, so basically this is the most horrifying thing that's ever happened to this guy. <laughs> He's going to be so traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So she, she shoots Ukla out and he gets out. Okay. And then we, we cut back into the torpedo room and she's trying to put, Thundar in the tube to, to shoot him out. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's like, I want to fight this thing. <laughs> so he he manhandles her and shoves her. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and throws her in the tube. And then he says, I just love that she said fire one when she set off Ookla. So then he says fire one. <laughs> I was like, no, that's two. <laughs> I guess he can only count to one. Okay. <laughs> Again, give them credit for that. That's actually really funny. It, it was good because I, I noticed it and I was just like, oh, that's... <laughs> It's yeah, not only that, but I just love the fact he's like, no, woman, get in the hole. Like, it's just like this weird, I love everything about this. This is so yeah. He's an idiot, but he learns by watching. And so he was just repeating yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I just love it. Fire one. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then oh. Ariel squirts out of the submarine, <laughs> bubbles and everything. And I'm just going like, 
why do people not know this show? How does this show not go on? Like, look, He-Man is great and all, but there's right. nothing like this in He-Man. This <laughs> no, is no. so good. Yes. Oh, I love it. Um, so, so he shot her out so that he could stay and take care of the uh, the cropster. And um, we just get a shot back outside of Ariel and Ukla, you know, like, oh my gosh, what's he doing? And then the ship starts to sink and he just, Thundar just ends up cutting his way out and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just like dusting himself up. Yep, ah, took care of that. <laughs> Which leaves the audience just going like, what? Why didn't you just do that before? <laughs> he could have just escaped and just left it alone. <laughs> and I gotta say, this ship is made out of like the most crappiest material, which is probably why the the crobster was able to even get through because the that giant thing falls on it. It pauses for like a half second, and then the entire floor just goes, <laughs> and the thing just just falls through, and then all the water just comes through. It's like, <laughs> it's like the thing was made of made of like like gum. Like gum foil. Like <laughs> gum foil. <laughs> oh wow! Um, and then uh, so they, so they get out, and then we finally get to the uh, the mock village, and we get there before the bad guys. Some somehow I don't know how they got there before them, and we get our. Not only do we get more mocks we see female mocks which was very not not surprising but i was i was i was happy to see that i was like yes (laughs) not only that but you see child mocks you also see mocks with different kind of hair binding the costumes are very similar but they didn't keep drawing the same thing over and over again they clearly designed a bunch of different mocks and yeah, it's not it was... like I'm going like, oh my god, the variety—it's slaying me. I'm all a tingle. I'm right. saying that good for them. This was a good-looking, solid. You could believe it was a small community of hairy, yeah, metal-faced <laughs> bear ape men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I said, uh, it seems like their their budget for this one was was a little nicer because they were able to spend that time because they could have easily made like just four or five designs and then just copy and pasted, you know, um, all those characters. But, um, but, uh, so they're getting ready, um, for the pirates. And we get to this point, um, where I I just couldn't believe I saw this and I actually had to take a screenshot and I tweeted it out earlier. Um, right. I spotted they're, They're putting, I guess they're putting up barricades. I'm not sure. There's two mocks behind like this little rock platform and they put up, I don't know. They can't be much bigger than like half of a poster, a big sign. And one of them is obviously supposed to be a spoof of the Jaws poster. You see a shark head and it says J-A on it. So I'm like, okay, it's part of a Jaws poster. Mm -hmm. And the other one is part of a Star Wars Return of the Jedi poster. But yes, it is the original title for Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Jedi. So you see the revenge on there. You see the Star Wars. You see Revenge. And I thought that was that was really really cool because we have not seen anything like that in there. We've not seen any cross pop culturey stuff um, in in this show, and I don't think you see that kind of stuff, especially not in He Man. He Man is not going to be showing like you know um, like the Smurfs or something in there. You know, you're not going to see that kind of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's something else too. Being you can kind of see a story happening here that either the writers or the artists that did that art saw the the that brief moment where you know Revenge of the Jedi because I believe yeah. the new theaters actually had those posters out. I think it did start that way. Yeah. yeah, there was this very short period where that was out. And so you get this like Revenge of the Jedi and somebody was like, dude, I just saw what the new Star Wars movie is called and then put that in there. And then so there was like this microscopic glimpse in time that this mm-hmm. artist captured here. And then a lot of Star Wars fans don't even know that it was called that. And so it's just this neat little moment where I go like, you can kind of think of you were like a young guy working on the show being all geeked out about the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. And you sneak it into the Thundar the Barbarian artwork. You know, <laughs> that, and then later on, so fun to do. change the name of it. And he's like, oh, shucks, I didn't get it. But now we're all kind of going like, Dude, it says Revenge of the Jedi. That's awesome. You know? Yeah, that is that is so cool. I you know, and I had to I had to Google to make sure. I'm like, I think I'm remembering this right. It was originally called Revenge of the Jedi. They weren't just changing the name so that it could be in the show and not get hit with any copyright, but it was cut up enough and changed yeah. enough to where it didn't really well, do anything. Well, but yeah. Well, what it says is Star Reven of the Jed. So I mean, yeah. I'm sure you can't sue them for that. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the Jed. <laughs> it says, it says, it says, because it has that like that Star Wars border where mm-hmm. stars up on the upper left and wars is cut off in the lower right. Yep. And this yep. is Star Revenge of the Jed, and yep. on the other side is your right Jaws, except that I think it's the German translation, and it's just called Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just called Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so there's J-A with a shark. Yeah. Just like, Which is funny, just like, earlier episodes, there was a movie poster for like Jaws 9. For what? There was like a movie poster in the background when we were in one of the subway scenes. There was a movie poster for like Jaws 9. And oh, it, you're it literally right. Jaws Nine. I think it was, you're, was like eight or you're something. You're right. I think that was like in the first episode. Yeah, I think or it's one of the one episode. of the first couple of them. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, or no, or I don't. Know. Anyway, now that you mentioned that, yes, I do remember that on the subway. <sighs> wow, <laughs> I love it. I love the show. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Um, so, so they're getting ready for the attack by putting up, uh, you know, movie posters. And <laughs> and I love that the the bad guys they stopped and got all these all these torpedoes and their solution for I know keep going for attacking the village that's on land with torpedoes from the water is to create giant torpedo trebuchets or catapults it's just like oh my gosh no keep in mind you now have the reason why thundar and the gang got there before the pirates Mm. the pirates had to make this oh yeah torpedo catapult thing (laughs) they're like how do we how do we get these what (laughs) and to be fair again i have it paused looking at this catapult they spent some time illustrating a nice gigantic catapult, and it's a different catapult than the giant beehive catapult. <laughs> it's, the, it's the torpedo pult. The torpedo pult. 
out. <laughs> I mean, this thing is huge. So, and it, what's great is, is it doesn't launch one; it launches three enormous torpedoes at the same time. Yeah, I was like, what a waste because they all hit like the same spot. Yeah, that'd be a big explosion, but you're still only hitting like one spot. <laughs> yeah, but they hate that spot. Just that, <laughs> that spot right there, just. Get it. <laughs> <Insult> the earth. <laughs> it insulted me. Get it. That blade of grass right there. <laughs> and, and they didn't do the friendly Saturday morning cartoon thing of it like exploding off in a field and somebody goes like, ah, I've been knocked over. No, it blows up part of the Mox village. I mean, it's yeah. gone. And like yeah. Mox are thrown to the ground and, you know, there's mm-hmm. smoke and wind. And I'm like, <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, they, As a child, I wish to feel danger. Yes, nice. I want to be scared. <laughs> I want to feel for these creatures. And they want to. Uh, she wants to also blow up a, a dam that is apparently apparently their village is at the base of like a closed off dam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, there's some. She ends up, that's actually yeah. a poor tactic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they end up uh, uh, smashing that dam as well, and all the mocks, you know, or like. Hopefully, most of them, um, uh, they're in the water and they climb out um, onto this like it's like I don't know, it's like a mound. Yeah, it's like a giant mound with a with a building on top, like a metal building, a little bit more built up than the the huts that they were living in. Yeah, it's it's like sort of like uh, like a little mock fortress kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm I'm guessing maybe at some point it was like a. Uh, bank (laughs) i don't know um but uh they're they're um you know they're trying to get out of the water and then our our team gets back on to the battleship and i don't know what i don't know what was going this was so awkward i don't know what the heck was going on ukla is just walking and his foot falls into a hole Okay. This is so weird, isn't it? I don't. Uh, I even even when I was writing my notes down, I wrote down awkward part where Ukla, you know, I'm like, yeah, his hole. <laughs> his foot gets stuck in this hole, and a bad guy tries to swing down and get him, and he he like bends over to like pull his foot out, and the guy goes flying and crashes, and then he like, and he gets his foot out. But when he gets his foot, he doesn't actually get his foot out of the hole. It pulls up this perfectly, you know, rectangular piece of the deck and falls backwards. And a second guy that's trying to swing and get him again flies past him because he fell down and hits the wall. And then Ukla stands up and these two guys are knocked out. (laughs) And then this other guy just walks over to him with like a net. And he's just walking over there with a net. Do, 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 do. Well, Ukla's got this uh, plank on his on his leg. The guy steps on the plank. <laughs> on one foot, picks up the plank, and hobbles over to the edge of the ship. And the guy's other still foot. on it. And the guy is still, for some reason, still standing on this plank. With a net. <laughs> with a net. <laughs> And just dangles it off the edge of the of the ship, and I thought for sure he was going to make him walk the plank. Yep. <laughs> and so he like, just he waves to him, and that brings, <laughs> he just and that, tosses him over. <laughs> that brings back my point of 
the dude was wearing scuba gear and he looked scared. <laughs> That's what I was saying earlier. He's like, don't dump me, Mr. Mock. I'm afraid of water. And, <laughs> and Ukla's like, yeah, me too, buddy. See ya. <laughs> I got fired out of a torpedo hole. Today. I'm in a bad mood. Oh my gosh. Uh, I was just, I don't know what was going It was just so awkward to like, I can't imagine, you know, writing that and like pitching that. Like, how would you just, I don't know if something got lost in, not like translation, but like translation between like writing it down on paper and storyboarding. Like, was somebody out sick that week or something? Like, no, like I said earlier, it's so weird. weird. <laughs> we also have to give them credit now because a lot of people, and this is this is not me like downing it. I'm just saying in most yeah. action shows, and there's a default for most action shows, it always basically goes to the default. You know, mm-hmm. uh, DBZ, the, the fight, the default fight, we know what it is. You know. Uh, you, you you go to Fist of the North Star. We know what the default fight generally is. GI Joe, He Man. The generally a lot of the same stuff happens. Yeah. Give them credit. This time they were like, "Dude, let's try some Madcap with Ukla and see what." <laughs> I'm just saying, as weird as this is, give them credit. They were they could have just had him pick up like an oil barrel and beat people to death or something. Yeah, yeah. But they were going like, "Dude, I got this weird idea." <laughs> And they rolled with it. I mean, I was getting like Three Stooges vibes here. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> but it was good. It was good. I'm like, oh, they're trying. I'm just like, I was like, oh, he's walking him over there and dangling him off the edge, and then he's got to walk the plank like a. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. But no, he just waves at him and just knocks him on the water. <laughs> and he like shakes the pl- the the plank off off of his foot. It comes off, and yep. the guy just and the guy just goes down underneath the ship. And it's like, not only yep. did was the dude afraid of water, but he probably just died a horror, like just a very horrible death by getting yes. ran over by this giant boat thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. Now the next move actually makes sense. This is a solid heroic moment. Thundar and Ukla were fighting their way to uh, the torpedo pult to disarm it so they don't fire again. Right. So they fight there, they get on it, and they, they're starting to knock off the torpedoes, and they're fighting the, the scuba pirates. <laughs> and, and I'm just imagining now, as Ukla is shoving these enormous torpedoes into the water, that poor dude he dropped down in the water is <laughs> probably down there going like, I'm just going to swim to shore. Oh, crap! <laughs> Building-sized torpedoes are coming down. <laughs> My horoscope was right! <laughs> My horoscope was right. I should have been born in June. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> because, um, cause, yeah, at this point, uh, Ukla had, like, uh, a missile had fallen on Ukla into the water. And then Thundar jumped in, um, swam down to to help him. Uh, they get away from the torpedo, and it just sits there. And you get this shot of the torpedo. And I'm like, uh, something's going to happen. Torpedo explodes. And Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire spews them up out of the water pew, onto the deck of the ship. <laughs> I'm like, mm, okay. But even before then... Um- 
they completely just blew up the dam and flood completely flooded and just killed the mock village, you know, and <laughs> just oh yeah, yeah, completely took out the village. So I was like, oh, that you actually had like casualties and or at least like like living casualties with that. Or yeah, you know, some of them didn't make it out of the water. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, more like more like housing casualties and stuff as opposed to living casualties. Which oh, oh right, <laughs> but yeah, but I was like, wow, they actually blew up the homestead and actually showed it getting flooded. No. They weren't spares. Like, wow. <laughs> now, I, I'm just saying, if we were to make an expensive live-action Thundar the Barbarian movie, this here would be the Star Wars battle sequence. Because now we're at the point where that mound with, like, the little mock fortress thing is, because the dam went down, is mm. now surrounded by water with the giant aircraft carrier pirate ship yes. going up to it. And you're seeing... Uh, not unlike Wookiees, mind you, the <laughs> army of Mox getting into the fortress and getting behind things as the pirates are starting to board the giant Mock Mound fortress area. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, I'm like, yes, yes, we can all see this being done like amazingly over the top if like the Warchowski brothers or sisters, I'm not sure where we are now. Sisters. On, is it sisters, sisters. now? <laughs> Uh, if the Warchowskis did this, like, you know, like they did Speed Racer. I want the Warchowskis to come into Thundar and give me the Speed Racer treatment on this. Yes. Game. yes. Because I can see this shockingly over the top with all the water and the pirates and the splashing and the mocks everywhere in the clubs and the, it just, it's everything about this is perfectly ridiculous. It would be I amazing. Love this. Yeah, it would be a great. I just the set pieces for that would be amazing too. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> Let's push the the clear limitations of the show aside. Let's look at what is happening here, and what mm -hmm. is happening here is glorious. <laughs> yes, yes, I, yeah. I was getting, I was getting some Star Wars vibes out of this. It was just, uh, just so, so such a good. Uh, um, was it? It's not crescendo. The ending, like an apex. Apex? Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Sure. Climax. Yeah. Climax. Climax. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> Apex, okay. uh, uh, crescendo, uh, rhythm. Uh. Big thing, happen, <laughs> move. But I, I got to say, and, and this move affected me. I love this move is the fight starts. Mm. Thundar and the gang and the mocks and the pirates, they're fighting, stuff's going off. <laughs> and in the background... <laughs> I adore this. And there's a reason why it was in the background. Ukwa mm -hmm. picks up a man by his ankles. And he, a pirate. And he is beating the other pirates <laughs> with a pirate. Oh, how did I miss that? Dude, <laughs> I gotta go back and watch it. You're just seeing him in the background. And he's got this poor dude limp by his ankles. <laughs> and he's baseball bat swinging through the other pirates. And they're just, I can just imagine what it sounded like. Just people going like, oh, God, he's got Eddie. Please, don't. Eddie, no. He's being Eddie, not no. Eddie. Oh, my God. And he was like, help me. Help me. <laughs> and the great thing is, is all you see like the dudes his his, his um whatever his, his his covering his like the balaclava is, is off of his head so y'all yeah. you see like this brown hair swinging around <laughs> <laughs> as the pirates fall off the mound from being beaten by I assume his name is Eddie <laughs> who just swings the guy one more time and flings him off the side <laughs> after just, oh, just gosh, like 
Just freaking like body eats him off of the thing. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I I remember seeing this as a kid. Being like, oh my god. And I watch it again as an adult, just just almost crying, going like Yeah. It was oh, oh my god, this is amazing. It was so funny because that that right there, that's like I don't know why, but that is that's my type of like just just like humor where that would just get me every single time. Him just swinging a dude, just that's up, awesome. Swinging a dude, beating other dudes. That's <laughs> awesome. I mean, that's how you do it. After the other dudes, uh, he's like, I don't see a oil barrel around here. Uh, Eddie'll do. <laughs> hey, Eddie. Those look like really nice ankles. Let me touch them. Grabs it. Would be a shame if somebody used you to beat other people up. His hair just flying everywhere. I don't know why that got me, but man, I was, I was just like looking at that, just laughing my butt off. Just like this dude is, his arms are just flailing and his hair just going. So remember the first episode? We were all like that moment where Thundar stuck his hand out and just grabbed the guy off the motorcycle. Oh, yeah. That great moment where everyone was like, that is cool. Yeah. This is where Ookla finally gets one of those moments where you're going yeah. like, dude, I realize it wasn't close up. It was, But that's actually, I think, why it was kind of great is you're seeing him in the way in the background. Just yeah. beating these four guys with another guy. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Ookla. Oh, Claw, thank you. <laughs> Love it. I'm going to have to go back and watch that again. Yeah. Oh, it's, my. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's right before they start going into the, the okay. fortress. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because usually, like, I'm watching this, I'm, you know, I'm taking notes down. So I'm, like, usually writing something. So I must well, have. It didn't last for, like, a minute. Down. It was probably, like, four or five seconds long at most. Oh, so it's, oh, okay. about yeah. a, it's, it's about the it. 17, 20 mark. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, my God. So. We get that great scene that I have to go back and watch. And um, <laughs> Captain Cordon is just like, yes, the treasure room. And she gets over the door and she opens it up and she runs in. And she sl- I think she slams the door and then Thundar chases her in there. And the room is empty, <laughs> which I thought was great. I kind of felt that coming um, just because it's like you you get this whole build up to like this treasure, you know, and it's it's right at the end so it's like okay something's got to happen here so i figured it was either going to be empty or it was going to be full of um just like uh food. scrolls or, or food it could be yeah food yeah. or something that's yeah, whatever, like whatever the mocks really yeah can. valuable to the mocks yes. but not for everybody else um so uh you know i gotta mention though right chopped, chopped it, done. again no big deal it's just a detail that i love right before they go into the vault Mm-hmm. There's a scuffle, it's no big deal. Nothing crazy happens with the scuffle. Other than a chandelier is involved as Thundar is beating up on the scuba pirates. Oh, and yeah. the chandelier is made of televisions with busted tubes and candles stuck in the busted <laughs> tubes of the televisions. Oh my gosh, why am I missing so much stuff? I did not <laughs> see that. Oh you got to keep in mind, I, I, I know the show, so I'm not mm-hmm. I'm a little desensitized. So I kind of can spend some time looking at stuff and the chandelier is big televisions 
with shattered tubes and candles stuck in it. So the mocks created a chandelier of ancient televisions and candles. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. So oh. again, I just put it up into the category of not like a great big deal. Yeah. But give him give them credit. They're doing the whole Mad Max apocalypse universe like to a T. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had to go back and check. This has got a lot of detail into it. I think, like I said, I think they put a lot. A lot more work into this one. Um, a lot of money. Uh, just the set pieces are great. The story's great. The characters are great. There's a lot of little details in there mm-hmm. that are just just great. Um, it, you know, job well done. I mean, um, that was the end of it. She couldn't get her. You know, you she get said, okay. There's no treasure, so you know, that's the end of these guys. Um, <laughs> apparently, like they can't fight their way back to their ship and like escape again you know pirates out i guess i don't know um, what kind of happens here is it's her about four or five guys left yeah they find out the whole there's nothing in the vault and so ukla and thundar just throw them in the vault and i think they shut the vault closed behind them <laughs> they did yeah. and they were just well, like you know what this is going to make a great prison the yeah. mocks will probably eat you once your meat is nice and tender. And yes. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then there are so so few pirates left, and Captain Cordon, and she gets in there. If it was full of all this treasure she was looking for, at what point would she have been able to like take it? Because she was already like cornered and pretty much defeated at that point. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus, there's this nice bit where this tells you how smart the mocks are, even though you can't ever understand what they say. Is is mm-hmm. at the end, you, the pirates are gone. It's kind of over. Mm-hmm. Thundar just sort of goes like, "So, what's up with the treasure?" And the chief just looks at the mound and hits the mound, and a chunk of just mud and stuff comes off. And the mound yeah. is a stack of gold bullion covered in mud. <laughs> I love it. I and so it. it's just like the very and so they didn't realize that there's way more treasure there than they ever thought. <laughs> and the mocks are just like, dude, cover it in mud and let's put a vault on top that's full of nothing. So if some <laughs> dumb bastard mm-hmm. comes along, he's gonna try to rob the vault. And other guys like, maybe we should fill it full of something funny like dirty socks. And the other <laughs> mocks are going like, we don't have socks. Okay, let's just keep it empty. You know, like it's just this big ha ha that the mocks created on purpose, and everyone goes like, "So maybe this happens like once a week, where like another horrible <laughs> robber shows up, and they're like, oh my god, it's and then all even the mocks are like, ha ha, we tricked them again. Good thing they didn't have a shovel and just you know dug a hole. Right? Um, you know, maybe maybe the mocks do that. Maybe they they're using the anglerfish technique. That is like drawing them. <laughs> That's what they eat. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my goodness! Let's show up to get the treasure. <laughs> oh, that's what they do. Oh. They're not cannibals because mocks aren't human. That's so. very true. It, it's it's just meat at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they just take their resources, but that that that's going to be more than I was thinking. But okay, we are talking apocalypse here. I'm just saying we. I'll hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, it's a, an, an apocalypse shows there 
There's lack of food. There's lack of water. There's lack of gasoline. If you can't beat it, eat it. If you can't beat it, eat it. Well, I mean, and you said angler fish, so I thought you meant food. So my meat. <laughs> so good. Oh man. So yeah, this was this was a really, uh, really great episode. Um. Any uh, any final thoughts on this one? This one was a fun episode. <laughs> yeah, this was this was this was the best. I, I don't know. I, I other than the first episode, I think this might be my second favorite. Yeah, this is this is good. It's it's what so I mean. Far. It's what I like about this show. I it's not every single one is perfect. It's that almost every single time you do an episode, they do something completely crazy different. So like the episode, mm. where I'd go like, yeah, it's all right. I thought it was fun, blah, blah, blah. But it's not yeah. the one with the astronaut lizard with the snakes coming out of its face. <laughs> or, or the river pirates with the giant aircraft carrier ship fighting the moth village. You know, exactly. You know these ones where, and I can't say what some of the stuff coming up because it would spoil things for you. Mm. And um, TV land out there. I don't want to spoil it for people out there in TV land. But yeah. ultimately speaking... There's these moments where you and I might not be super geeked about a moment, but somebody else would be like, dude, the episode with the thing and the thing, that was awesome. And the rest of us were like, yeah, it was pretty good. I guess I just wasn't excited about that thing. <laughs> but this guy is, you know, <laughs> this guy loves that thing, you know, that crazy thing. Love all this stuff. So I'm looking up the, uh, the next episode um, on Wikipedia here. Um, episode, uh, this was episode five, Treasure of the Mox. Next episode is episode six, Attack of the Amazon Women. Now, <laughs> I have just noticed that on Wikipedia, these episodes are listed with the location that these episodes take place. Okay, now, now with this one, now the other ones, it was very easy to guess. Yeah, but with Treasure of the Mox, does it say? Because this one just looks like a coast. They didn't it say uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Very specific. You know that makes sense. I believe there's a big shipyard out there, isn't there? But there's nothing specifically Probably. saying that, though. No, I didn't see any kind of other than you know the the, the naval facility go. or naval base or whatever it was. Um, some of these are pretty generic, like New York, Manhattan. Um, Cape Canaveral, Florida, for Mind Doc, the Mind Menace, or Min Doc. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now I, I got to call slight BS. The USS on this. Wisconsin Battleship Museum. Is oh, it yeah. okay. Now I yeah, think there's a good chance that this person is right, but this also might be the power mm-hmm. of Wikipedia, where a fanboy went in and created knowledge where there wasn't any. Okay, but this is a good guess. I mean, this is way better than I would have. So, if there is actually a location here. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia probably has it right, but we didn't see anything in it that specifically said it was that. No, because because it didn't. Um, the uh, the sign in the water for the ship museum area, if it was the ship museum area, it didn't say Norfolk. It didn't. There were no other words on there to like. There was no V I R or anything like that it to like. A, uh, U.S. Naval you know. Base, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, it would to me it would make sense if they're if the path that they're taking and all. So I mean. But what I want to know is episode two, Harvest of Doom. That's actually probably a pretty good guess. These locations. Yeah, Mexico. Yucatan Chich- Peninsula. Chichen Itza, Yucatan 
Peninsula, Mexico? Oh, because of the flowers? Because of that temple they went through. There was a South American temple there. But again, it's like, well, we don't know it specifically that. But that's a, right. Yes, I'll give them that. I mean, maybe yeah. that is it. Well, and also with the design of the temple. I mean, if that's the specific temple I'm thinking of, because I actually remember looking, like studying as a kid, uh, the Chichen Itza um, area and stuff. That was, mm. I, the name sticks in my head, so I look up weird stuff and stuff, stuff, stuff oh, yeah. <laughs> like that as a kid. But uh, yeah, that that was a particular temple. That was ba- one of the uh, one of the, the pyramids oh. in there, and okay. the, uh, in the Yucatan. Yeah. I do like the episode four Raiders of the Abyss. The location says New York. There's actually a note there that says Ariel refers to U.S. Badlands, but the ruins of New York City's Empire State Building and World Trade Center uh, Twin Towers appear later in in the background. So that's kind of nice that there's that little note there. Mm-hmm. I don't see any other notes, but so whoever did wanna... this, good for them because honestly, yeah. some of the stuff it might be a little hard to prove, but they seem yeah. to be at least in spirit correct. So yeah, and some of them, as I'm looking down the list, I go like, yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly where that mm. is. I know why they would say that. Yeah, and I don't want to read any more to spoil myself, but Attack of the Amazon <laughs> Women is Mount Rushmore. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, okay. Don't read anymore, dude. You don't want to. You don't want to. No, I don't. I don't. I want to be surprised. So yeah. yes. <laughs> There's little bits and pieces like uh, some of, um, let me see here. Uh, the next one, I happen to know that the next one is awfully fun. I like the next one, but I cannot wait for episode eight. Episode eight <laughs> is one of my favorites. Episode eight is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited, just like I am for all these. So, yes, episode six attack of the Amazon women. I'm looking and, forward. And I will not say one. what it is. <laughs> not just some warrior chicks. When you get there, you're going to be like, "What the heck?" <laughs> I didn't so I see love that the title at all. <laughs> That's why I love going into these episodes fresh like this because I'm just I'm just completely just completely surprised by everything. <laughs> you do not so spoil good. anything for yourself because that's the one thing no. I love about Thundar. Is at these moments you're like, "Why did they do that?" I'm not complaining. <laughs> God, it's, cool. no it's like that. Who's it? That's a crazy. Thank you, Thundar. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Thank you, Thunder. Thundar, yes, yes. <laughs> Thundar, yes. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, that's all I got for this episode, guys. Uh, thank you so much oh, thank uh, you. for getting back to this. Um, anybody who's uh, listening, if you're listening on iTunes or anywhere else where you can leave a rating or review, we would very much appreciate that. That would help us get out there or, or comment anything that you can do to, uh, give us feedback or maybe share the episode with some friends who you might think would enjoy this as well. Well, plus there's the whole bit of, I still think that this show deserves to have more people out there watching it and loving it. Yeah. And by all means, comment on. Let's bring some more people into the fold because He-Man deserves everything it gets. Yes, Thundar, absolutely. however, does not get enough love. I really mean that. I think that we, I'm not going to say we're going to take over the world. I'm not saying that at all. Right. I'm just saying Thundar deserves more <laughs> love than it gets. And if, come on, let's 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 talk about this show. I love oh, it's, show. it's 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 great. Like I was thinking about it earlier and I was just like, you know, He-Man is, He-Man's good he-man's great you know i still go to the store and i see toys it's it's still holding strong but thundar has just got it's got it's got some flavor 
in it that just He-Man doesn't touch. And no. that's what I love about this. this is so It's just so it, fun. And, and, and it goes places with the characters. Now, it doesn't go deep. I'm not saying it goes deep. But right. like that whole bit with, but I'm pretty, right, Thundar? And the fact <laughs> yeah. that whole bit where he doesn't look at her and he just rides off. There's not a moment in He-Man like that. With Thundar, he's kind of a jerk. And I kind of love the fact that he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. Oh, so good. So good. Um, but anyway, uh, close out. My name is Jay with Retropop Gaming. You can find me right here on the Saturday Morning Beefcast. You can also check out my other podcast, the Retro Popcast. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Did, yes, that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And where can where can we find you guys? Well, uh, right now our website, uh, though not great, is there supersecretprojectx.com, uh, where you can find us um, most Sundays. Every once in a while, we take a Sunday off, but most Sundays, uh, Twitch. If you go to the Twitch channel, Super Secret Project X, uh, our live stream also goes to our YouTube channel, Super Secret Project X on YouTube. Uh, and I believe uh, we have successfully got it to go on to Twitter, but no one has um, commented. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure if I want to create a big Twitter following because things seem to get a little toxic on Twitter, and I don't like toxicity. I just love people <laughs> sharing the love. Um, I think we got enough toxic in the world. I just yeah. love the love. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can find us there. And, we want all um, the love, all of it. Just get, bring it in, bring it in. <laughs> you know, basically, yeah, I just want to have fun and lighthearted and yada, yada. And yeah. uh, and we are right now, um, we're working on ebooks and this and that. And when we get that ready, we'll pop them up. But right now, I do not believe in releasing things until I'm proud of them. And, right. they, are, and they are deserving of people's eyes. Uh, so, as it is right now, you can catch our live streams. Sounds good. But we're growing slowly. Slowly. What 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 do you do on your live streams, Eric? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe I should do the thing. I, I knit. I knit. I knit what? handkerchiefs. <laughs> well, when when I when I was younger, I wanted to be a professional character designer. As it turns out, that's actually pretty difficult to become. So, what I do instead. Um, I work on my own characters, but during the live streams, I firmly believe that I can learn things from all these different cartoon characters. So we grab a different, uh, sometimes new, often classic cartoon characters, sometimes American, sometimes Japanese, whatever. We pick characters that I like, that we like talking about, and I do a head study, and we draw it. You got a camera looking right down on the sketch, and uh, we do everything from JoJo's Bizarre Adventures all, all the way to, you know, uh, original Popeye. I mean, we do whatever at the time that we, we kind of feel is fun. And then we chat we chat back and forth with whoever joins us and we talk about it. So we just kind of have fun. We, you, the sketch usually lasts 40 to 50 minutes. And it's not like an amazing big deal, but, you know, you can ask questions or talk to us and I'll just go in and I'll uh, try to conquer a character. And there's a few characters I haven't conquered yet and i'm not happy with them there's a few characters that turned out way better than i thought they would and <laughs> it's just about the love of drawing characters and talking about cartoons and stuff so yeah it's, it's definitely fun when i can get a chance to pop in and just shoot shoot the stuff and yeah, just talk about those good old cartoons just a 
relaxing kind of hangout. Really. Yeah. yeah it's nice. It's nice and chill. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, that's kind of the existence I want. Like this, mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. This, yeah, this to is, me is this good. Is this is, yeah. I mean, we we're going to do making an internet but what's the point of that? That's not real. Right. So. Right. No, I'd rather do this. And uh, we'll be doing it again for the next episode. But for now, have a good night, everybody. Yeah, have a good this morning. Has been, or good morning, afternoon. Maybe you're in the bathtub. Uh, who knows, listening to the Saturday Morning Beefcast. But uh, check us out next episode. And uh, have a wonderful rest of your weekend, guys. Yeah, have a great one, everybody. Woo!